Hey, y'all, and welcome to the Keeping It Centered podcast. I'm your host, Jaquetta Gilbert. This is a space for women who want help keeping God at the center of their marriage, the role as a mom, and while using their gifts to make a difference in the lives of others. This is for real women with real issues serving a real God who holds us in the palm of his hand. So if you're ready to take off the facade, woman up to your imperfections, and invite our Father in every part of your beautiful mess, girlfriend, you're in the right place. Those of you that are in the United States, you know that tomorrow we will be celebrating our country's Independence Day. And so I thought this week would be a great time for us to talk a bit about what it means to be free in Christ. We know that the media has a different message about freedom than what God's vision of freedom is. Oftentimes when we look at any form of media, whether it's social media or on television and the store, wherever it is in literature, we find similar messages such as have it your way, be your own boss, do what makes you happy, do what feels good, or you only live once. And if we really think about it, we will realize that all of these kinds of messages are actually self-centered, making us the focus instead of God. And as Christians, we know that God has called us to be God-centered, Christ-centered, not us-centered. And if we're honest, based on our desires, we may end up finding ourselves in places that we probably shouldn't be. So the question is, as a wife, a mom, or a difference maker, what kind of messages are we sharing with our spouse, with our children, with our employees or coworkers and our customers? What message of freedom are we sharing with those around us? Are we buying into the world's definition of freedom? Or are we promoting God's definition of freedom? The world's definition, as we know, it, it often leads to sin and ultimately to death. But God's version of freedom will lead us to eternal life with him. I can remember not too long ago, uh, my youngest daughter, she's five at the time of this recording, she came to me one day and she said, Mom, I can't wait to be a mommy one day. And I just laughed um, because I said, "Well, well, why, sweetheart? Why are you so excited about being a mommy one day? And she said, well, because I'll be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want. And I had to chuckle because to her, freedom meant being able to do whatever you felt like doing without having to respond to anyone, to ask permission to anyone, being able to come and go as you please. And as a kid, I must admit, I'm sure most of us probably had that view of adulthood or motherhood. Uh, we just thought that the people in charge had it great, <laughs> you know. Um, but I, I ended up telling her, you know, mommy doesn't do everything that she wants. 
mommy, being a mom, actually has the freedom to do what needs to be done. And that is part of the freedom in Christ, is that we are able, because of the Holy Spirit, because of our freedom in Christ, we are now able to make godly choices and to refrain from sin. And we see several examples of this in God's word, especially in John 8, uh, verses 34 and 36, where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees at that time. And he pretty much tells them that anybody who practices sin is a slave to sin, to sin. But if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And so I love that verse because it just reminds me again that when we are operating outside of the will of God when you know before we give our lives to Christ we're just going to continue sinning Um, even the best of people that have a, a good heart when you're not in Christ you are a slave to sin and you find yourselves doing those uh, many sinful things over and over again but Christ came so that we could be set free and if we are in him then we are free and the great thing about this freedom of choice is that especially when the decision seems to be difficult, we have the Holy Spirit there to guide us into the truth. Now, it's still our choice on whatever we're going to do, but having that freedom in Christ, we're able to make those better decisions. Just as we all have a unique set of fingerprints, I know that we all also have a unique background, a unique set of experiences that have brought us to where we are today. And some of us in our experiences in our past, we may have been told many lies by Satan. I know we all have. And, you know, some of us may have even been told things like, oh, you're, you're not loved and you're always going to be alone and all these different things to attack our self-worth, our self-esteem. And I was one of those people that bought into some of those lies. And God really had to work with me and to let me know that as his child, I now have freedom, the freedom to resist Satan and to call him out on his lies. And I can do that with the word of God. So now when Satan tries to feed me those lies about not being loved or alone, I can call out verses like Isaiah 41 and 10, where God's word says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And I can do that with authority, with confidence and assurance now, because I have that freedom in Christ. And I learned to do this just because of Christ modeling for us in the scriptures. In Matthew 4 verses 1 through 11, we can see where Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days where he was fasting and he didn't have food or water. And Satan tried to tempt him uh, to pretty much, uh, pretty much worship him that that was the whole goal you know satan even tried to be slick so to speak (laughs) and try to even quote scriptures as well to get christ to stumble and to fall and to sin but at the end of the day christ kept using the word against him and 
he proved victorious. And that's what we have to do as well. And that's that's why I choose to, to do that too. Because I feel as if he is a, a great model for us. And that's what we should do. As a, a Christian, we also have the freedom to practice grace. And this has been... Um, an interesting journey and, and lesson for me to learn as well for many reasons. And we'll probably get into those in some other podcast episodes. But I, I want to remind us all that as Christians, we have the freedom to practice grace. And God has done that with us. And he, he continues to do that with us on a daily basis. If we're truly honest with ourselves, all of us deserve the ultimate death penalty. All of us deserve to live in hell, essentially. Um, But God, in his grace, in his mercy, decided to provide a path, an opportunity for us to have a relationship with him because of his grace, not because of us and what we've done, but because of his grace. He's given us that freedom now to show that same grace to others If he allowed, if our God allowed his only son to die for our sins, I believe that's just a a great model of what we can do for not only our brothers and and sisters in Christ, but for those that haven't yet made it to that level. Um, And I, I believe that kind of grace is what can draw and lead those who don't know Christ yet to him. And we see so many other examples of God's grace throughout the scriptures. We can see in episode one of this podcast we talked about calling out our children in love and in genesis 3 we saw where even though adam and eve had sinned god still chose to have grace on them and to cover their shame to provide clothing for them to meet their need and so um, we can do the same thing we see other examples where rahab a prostitute uh, in jericho Um, she was actually a recipient of God's grace because everyone else was destroyed around her except her and her family. And we can also see examples where like Daniel in the lion's den, you know, you would think logically, oh my gosh, you know, these lions are going to, you know, have their way with him. But by God's grace, he was saved from being harmed in that situation and there's so so many examples of God's grace throughout the scriptures and all of this I believe is God's way of showing us that as children of him we have the freedom to practice that grace with others as well and and to practice that grace to ourselves as well because sometimes we can be really hard on ourselves when we mess up and fall but I believe that God is showing us that now we have that freedom to practice grace um, towards others and ourselves. And lastly, there's so many freedoms that we have in Christ, but the, the last freedom I wanted to talk about was our freedom from condemnation. Because we are children of God now, those of us who have professed Christ to be the Son of God, we have freedom from condemnation. It's so easy to beat ourselves up about things that we've done. You know, we made that bad decision, even though we have, you know, the freedom to to make godly decisions, we do still fall sometimes because we aren't perfect. We are striving for perfection. And so we just need to be reminded though, that we can come to God with a, a heart of repentance and to ask him to help us to to not do those things again but 
now that we are Christians, we're no longer under the law, we're under grace, and we now have freedom from condemnation. And so that brings us to some questions that we need to ask ourselves. Knowing that we are now children of God, we're children of the Most High, how will we choose to live in freedom? Will we embrace the freedoms that God has given us? How will we teach our children to live in the freedom that God has given us? How will we build our marriage and maybe even a business that we have that reflects the freedom that we have in Christ? And those are some pretty deep questions. And I challenge you to be intentional about it this week. Journal your answers. If you're a journaler like myself, you can even discuss it maybe with your spouse. Or if you've got some teens, you might want to explore these questions with them as well. But be intentional and really answer those questions. Let's pray. God, we just thank you for allowing Christ to pay the ultimate price for our freedom. We thank you, Lord God, for showing us that there is a difference between the world's concept of freedom and your concept of freedom. And if we're honest, because we are human, because we are made of dust, sometimes it is tempting to want that worldly freedom. Sometimes we may want to have things our way and and to have all of our desires. But God, we pray that you will remind us, Lord God, that that happiness that we ultimately seek can only be found in you, Lord God, and in the freedom that you so freely give to us. Help us to walk in that freedom every day and to lead others to do the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I pray it's been a blessing to you. And I ask that you would share it with a friend. You never know who may need it. And so I encourage you to share this episode with a friend. I also encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already done so. And to leave a review that helps to spread the reach so that others can hear about uh, the podcast and be encouraged by our discussions. So feel free to subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And you can also listen on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Pocket Casts. If you'd like to connect Every other week, we do have a bi-weekly newsletter called The Centered Notes, and it's just a, a moment where we're able to dive deep into a devotion about God and to learn how we can develop God-centered lives as wives, moms, and difference makers. And last but not least, we'd love for you to follow us on Instagram at Keeping It Centered. You can find episodes every week on the site at Keeping It Centered. Have a blessed week, you guys.